Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week, we're doing Cosmic Ghost Rider, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. And I'm Steven. And uh, we're waiting on Brandon. He should be joining us anytime now. Uh, I will call it out whenever he joins us. Uh, how is everybody doing today? How are you today, Brad? I'm doing just fine. Good to hear. How are you doing, Steven? Doing well. Thank you, Fred. Uh, here at the game store, just finished up a game and now talking to you guys. So That sounds good. I am sick. I am very sick. You will probably hear it in my voice. I have a cold. It's it's nothing serious. It's just I am head coldy as heck. Uh, how? Uh, uh, this has been a rough week in Fredville. <laughs> it's just been a very busy, busy, busy week. Uh, all right, let's let's move on to our our news for Marvel Crisis Protocol. I don't think we got any any news aside from the release for uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Uh, is there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the guy on the giant blue motorcycle. Apparently, that front wheel is clear. It comes in clear plastic. Ooh. That's interesting. And we even call it a motorcycle. It's definitely a motorcycle. Nah. Well, it's definitely I would, something. I would argue it's shaped like a motorcycle. It's got something on the front, big a big sphere. I don't. Uh, there. Uh, I don't know. Y'all, I'm tired too. I'm really tired. <laughs> uh, no, in it, in it... other news, <laughs> in other news, uh, we have a tournament coming up on Saturday of this week. It's probably going to be close to the day that this episode drops. Uh, that will be May the twentieth. Is that correct? Yes. May twentieth. May the twentieth be with you. May the 20th is a tournament at Lost Legion Games and Comics in <clears> South <throat> Charleston. Come on down. Right now, it's only Brad and I who are signed up, which and, is... And maybe Borka. Maybe Borka. Borka's a maybe. So, uh, worst case scenario, we'll just play a game and have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, my consistency streak has come to an end. That's okay. You... <laughs> For as far away as you live, uh, I'm surprised that streak lasted as long as it did. Well, yeah. <laughs> like I said, you know, with me owning a business in South Carolina, it's just a good way stop on the way. So why not, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, you're a lot more consistent than a lot of the people who live in the same city as us. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, well. Jared, if you're listening, we're specifically calling you out. <laughs> Jared may be the only person who's working worse hours than I am. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call him out too he hard. He said he was I gonna have Saturdays off. Go. Yeah, yeah. Saturdays off with two kids in a uh uh, and a full schedule. They can of take care. To do. They can take care of themselves. 
In fact, the kids can do his chores. Perfect solution. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, what else do we need to do? I, 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 I'm all muddled. I'm all muddled. Uh, let's talk about games that we've played recently. I don't have any because <laughs> I have not been able to play any games. Uh, what what are you up to, Brad? How many what games have you played recently? I played a game of MCP against Borka last night. I played X Men. Um, he played Guardians. Classic Borka versus me. Uh, it was Sword and Hammers. It was, I had Storm, I know I had Psylocke, because I wanted to play Psylocke, uh, Beast, Domino, Mystique, uh, there's probably someone else in there. He had Ghost Rider in his Guardians with Star-Lord. Rocket Groot, Drax. To clarify, you mean uh, original flavor Ghost Rider? Yes, original Ghost Rider. Um, okay. That was pretty good. Uh, I lost this game. It ended up 16 to 15. Um, I don't know how the score was that close. I had two models left, and they were both injured, and one only had like one health left. Um, and he still had all his people. I think everybody oh boy. was sounds like a table. rough game. Yeah, it was very rough for me. I don't know how the score is so close, but as I said last night, I will take losing every time I play uh, Borco on a Wednesday if I can keep beating him in tournaments. I'll take that trade. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that trade every time. We play more often on a Wednesday. I'll take all those losses for the wins on Saturdays. Wow. It sounds like a real heck of a... Uh, uh, Borka's list with the Guardians is... I mean, he he's, he's a, an excellent player in and of himself. But also, his list is really good. Like... He tends to bring had, the best stuff to augment it. Yeah. His this roster with Ghost Rider had four or five twos in it. I think it was four. And yeah. he played all four of them in his second game against Brandon. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So he had Nebula Rocket, um Bullseye and uh black widow you know what that's that's not only uh, uh, is that a really solid eight points that's eight points on and and it's good that's a good eight points yeah yeah it, i imagine it he has root for 11 and then star lord makes uh 14 14 Oh my gosh! Something so Ghost Rider fits at nineteen. Yeah, that's disgusting. 
something Borka learned in my game with him last night, which which I wish he had learned at a tournament, was that um, Mystique can just kill Rocket. Cause, oh yeah, you're right. Because he can. can't bodyguard. He was like, right. He was sitting there, like deciding if he wanted to. Because I shot at him, decided if he wanted a bodyguard. I was like, you can't. And he looked at me funny. I was like, you can't bodyguard. And I told him the rule, and he's like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> and so he immediately <laughs> killed Mystique. She was the first one dead. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's tech for Emma Frost too. Yes. Emma Frost. Yeah. Can... Yeah. I had taken Emma Frost out of my list, and then like in the middle of the game, I put her back in. Because I, I swapped her for Rogue, and then I was like, no, no, I'm putting Emma Frost back in. <laughs> That's, uh, I, I being, uh, Rocket Raccoon being unable to be removed is, is just so hard to deal with. Like, he, he's such a good two-point model, and Groot is so hard to kill, and if the person is a, a, a competent Guardians player, which Borka certainly is, you will never do damage to Rocket Raccoon. It's it's really a problem. It's that is a fantastic pair, Groot and Rocket. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so, Stephen, did you have any games that you've played recently? Yes, I actually played one just about an hour ago. To tell you the truth, well, okay. we finished up about an hour ago. Started about five thirty. Um, I played Eric. He's one of our newer players, so. Um, he he is fascinated with Asgard. So he's Thor, Loki, Angela, Enchantress, every Asgardian. Um, he doesn't have Beta Ray Bill yet. Uh, he only has nine models in his collection. <laughs> so, so it was one of those go through the kind of like step games. So um, we ended up playing uh, Spider Infected, and Mutant Madman at 18. And his team was uh, Loki with a Mind Gem, Thor, Hela, and Enchantress. And I was playing my Spider Syndicate, which is my Spider Foes Criminal Syndicate list, uh -huh. Goblin and King Kingpin. And I made a mistake, but it didn't cost me. But I was like, oh, yeah, I'll run, you know, Syndicate. Well, it's a pay-to-flip, right? Mutant Madman. So I should have played Spider Folks. But, you know, learning games, you tend to do those things. So uh, it worked out, though, because uh, I went six wide with uh, Kingpin, Craven the Hunter, Hood, and Bullseye as my criminal syndicate. And then I did uh, Dr. Octopus and Lizard as my splashes. And I just had too many bodies. That That's what it came down to. And so, you know, we had a discussion on that saying, you know, if, you know, if you see across from you somebody who's got a list, you have to remind yourself, okay, more than anything else, the extracts are probably what's going to dictate how many characters you're going to bring to the table for that threat level. And that's why I went 18. Otherwise, um, otherwise, like at 17, which was spider infected, I couldn't go six wide. I would be five wide, right? 
Yeah. So I said, so more than anything else, the point level and what the extract is can kind of guide you in the direction of where you want to go uh, with your team. So if you have like three extracts and three points, you probably want to go with a taller team. So we went over that a little bit and how sometimes it might be different, how sometimes it, you know, lines up correctly. So, but we, yeah, had, that's, we had, that's we had very good, good advice. That, that's mm -hmm. great advice that it took me a long time to realize. <laughs> like it's, it's tough sometimes to, to be able to visualize that sort of thing. Did you talk to him about bringing Hella in the list? About, well, uh, specifically about not doing it. Well, he wanted to. Okay. So yeah, that's he, fair. He, that's he's, fair. He's, he's got nine models. And I mean, I've run Hella before in Midnight Suns, admittedly, but she was not bad at Midnight Suns. So, I mean, uh, like I said, he only had nine models. He, he had, um, Thor and Valkyrie, um, Hela and Loki, uh, Angela and uh, Enchantress, and then Scourge and Heimdall. And then his ninth model was She-Hulk. He doesn't even have the core box, okay? Okay. <laughs> that, that's, that's where we're at with Eric. But I'll he plays what, a lot of games, so. I'll tell you what. I played a game using Scourge the other day. Mm -hmm. Uh I, I was playing against Derek, and I was shocked at how much Scourge does on the table. Scourge is good for three points. He mm -hmm. is a good model. Yeah. So, um, and I also gave him the advice that Loki needs to be going around with a bodyguard type person, like She-Hulk, because then he's way more effective. Because um, I collapsed to one side of the board because we were on a B scenario for the secure points. And he had Loki and Thor um, on the right side, and I had my whole team against Enchantress and Hela on the left side. And it was basically what it came down to. Yeah. So, and I said, this is why I did this, showing him, you know, you want to refuse a flank sometimes. Sometimes you want to abandon the flank. You're scoring three points over there. I'm fine with that, you know, because then I'm scoring um, – that I'm scoring six. So, you know, just taking that into account and, you know, just going through it and saying, you know, this is what you should do with Loki and, you know, you should take this into consideration. He, he didn't even, use, I kept reminding him, you know, how, how to use the Asgard leadership because he wasn't even healing his people when they were getting damaged. So, yeah. I mean, uh, that's good in a learning game. Sometimes that sort of fiddly stuff is important to remind your opponent. Mm -hmm. So, so next time Eric and I, I meet up for a game, uh, we're just going to dive into my collection and, you know, set up a scenarios, uh, saying this is, this is the scenario that we've chosen. Okay. Let's go over it. And you pick a leader and we'll build a team for that. And then you pick my leader and I'll build a team and we'll go from there. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, uh, let's move on. Uh, Brand, uh, we might return to this segment when Brandon joins us. I was, I was kind of hoping he would in the time that we were, we were doing it, but he has yet to, to join the call. So uh, do you have a segment for us there, Steven? Yes, I actually do. Um, 
it 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 involves our guessing games again. Are you guys ready? I'm game six. Okay. <laughs> so we have Cosmic Ghost Rider as our um, esteemed uh, guest tonight, uh, <laughs> and who, who who we will discuss. He has an interesting characteristic that's kind of rare in the game. Um, and that is that he has a four physical, four energy, and four mystic defense. Can you guys name how many other characters have that above stat line or better in Marvel Crisis Protocol? As in, um, they all add to twelve or better, or none of them are below four. Or none of none of them are below four. They're a natural four defense across the board or better. Six. Okay. I'm going with I was going to say less. I was going to say five. Five or four. I'm going to say four. Okay. Brad is correct with six. I caught it oh, before wow. you Spot even on. asked the question. Nailed yes. it. Yes. You, you might be psychic. So, Brad, for bonuses, can you name the characters and any possible defensive tech that they might have? No. No way. I can't even name one. Uh <laughs> Uh, uh, one of them is Malekith. Malekith is four four four. Okay, and what is his defensive? His defensive his, tech, I should say. Uh, his defensive tech is he can roll. He can spend a power to roll a skull into a crit. He turns skulls into crits. Right. Uh, yeah. He so used that, to be able to not. Uh, you used to be able to not. Uh, adjust dice against him, but they errated that. Mm -hmm. That is true. So that makes his 444 a little bit better, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, Brad, do you have a guess or no? One of these you should know. And I'm surprised because she is a mutant. Really? Um... She... Yeah. She, uh, is it Diamond Side uh, Emma Frost? You are correct. Friend. Oh, hey, I wasn't I'm on even top of this stuff. I wasn't even thinking of Diamond Side Emma Frost. I was like, it's it's not um, Scarlet Witch. I was called her a real no. name. I was like, that's not um, it. So I don't know who it is. Wanda Maximoff. So what what defensive tech does she have? Uh, she does. He rolls all mystic. Oh no, it no. is with mystic. She counts wilds as double, maybe. Or no, blanks? she she counts blanks. That she is counts correct. Blanks. Okay, okay. Well, or look at Fred coming through with all the. Listen, okay. I'm paying attention. I'm not asleep here. Now, I, I wish we, it was. We briefly mentioned in my previous segment two of the characters who have fours across the board. Yeah. <laughs> Briefly mentioned in the previous. So uh, is one of them. So they have a beam. <laughs> no, 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 no. In the games we played. Oh, in the yeah, games in the game we played. Oh, oh, I thought you meant in the previous segment as in the one last episode. No, no, Boy, no, no. Is, um, does Immortal Hulk have that? No, he does not. Uh, Immortal... Is one of them Thor? No. 
Oh. Thor is a four, four, three. Four, Hulk four, is three. a four, three, five. Okay. He does have a three. Fred, you mentioned it was the character he shouldn't be playing. Oh, Hella. Yes. Hella has Hella's a four, four, four. four? Mm-hmm. I almost oh, said her, and I was yeah. like, there's no way. But I guess... And the only defense she has is her defense against being uh, knocked out. That's the right. only defense she has. Her soul-stealing okay. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, here's one that's probably not on the list is, is Dr. Voodoo. He's 4-4-6. Four, no. Four, no, he's not. You no, know, he when he's not. got Brother Daniel. He's that two, does two, not two, count. Four. I know. It's a natural... So the other one I have here is an Asgardian, and for the next hint, they are also a an Asgardian and a Guardian of the Galaxy. Is it Beta Ray Bill? No. Uh, so it's it's four, four, Angela. Three. Angela's four four four. Oh. I should have thought of what her. What is earlier. her defensive? What is her defense tech? Can't reroll. Can't re-roll or change attack dice. Yeah, roll or modify. Which is different than the old Malekith roll, where you can, where you can't re-roll dice. You could change dice against Malekith, but you could not re-roll. Oh, so like Gambit could change his uh, his hits into wilds. Uh, Bats the Ghost Town for Midnight Suns. You could change a dice. Right. Or you you could not change um, change. Attack dice into Angela. So her defensive tech for that four 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 is really good. Okay. And then, okay. And, and there's one more character. One more. Give me a hint. Give us a hint. This character has a five mystic defense. Uh uh. Give us another hint. That's not enough. <laughs> this character only gains one power when doing an attack. <sighs> or Mamu. Yes, that is correct. Okay, so uh, Brandon just uh, joined us and he no-scoped that. Uh, he, he nailed that without even knowing what the question was. I assumed it was characters with four defenses. Or wow better. or better uh, yes or better. yeah so uh he joined like two minutes ago less than that not, so yeah not even y'all uh, y'all yeah. he, he that was an incredible piece of an uh, of intuitive knowledge that brandon just dropped he is basically sherlock holmes yeah yeah well done so so except for our esteemed uh, character that we're doing today uh, Angela and Malekith have the best defensive techs for the 444 stat line whereas um, I would say Dormammu and uh, Hela the Queen of Hell have the worst uh, defense techs into um, for the 444 stat yeah Emma Frost being somewhere in the middle because she never really wants to go to diamond form. I understand that. Yeah. So, but, All right. 
that was my segment. So I hope you guys learned a little bit today. Yeah, yeah. On, on characters that are kind of rare in the MCP world right at the moment. This is the most we've ever talked about Hella, <laughs> just on the podcast. <laughs> a lot of Hella tech. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we've already gone over games we've played recently, Brandon. But why don't you? Uh, do you have any games that you want to talk about that you've played recently? Not really. <laughs> well, I, I okay. played. I played Joss and lost again. Like it's you know, water's wet, grass is green. Yeah. I mean that, that's that's every time I play against Borka, that's what happens. I lose to him. That's me playing most most of the people in our meta is I lose to them. That's okay. And then we travel and how do you do, Fred? I do okay. I do okay. All right. Uh is there anything that anyone would like to talk about? Uh, before we move on to our our good gentleman, Cosmic Ghost Rider, are there any more tournaments that we're aware of? Oh, I gotta be honest, I have no idea. I'm I'm not on top of stuff today. I'm I'm because I don't know if Fabricators Forge is having one next week. So, uh, yeah, they were iffy. It was basically. I think Nick was willing to change his plans if enough people wanted to. And I never did check in on that to see if they were. Yeah, and I know Cork is running one the same day, day that you guys are having yours in Dayton again. So Okay. Well, there's the big when do you Steven, do you remember off the top of your head when the LVO qualifier in Pittsburgh is? Oh no, I don't. I I'm, don't I'm sorry. I would. Ha I, I think it's July. I I could be wrong. I I'll I want to say July for some it. reason. Well, while Brad is is looking that up, uh, how are you doing, Brandon? Like, how are you doing today? Yeah, how's I'm your day been? Good. Yeah, I'm doing good. I got off work at 2, and I played a round of disc golf, and then uh, my friend came over. We're playing in a magic tournament tomorrow, and I was we I built him a deck, and we were just kind of jamming some games and kind of lost a little bit of track of time. Okay. That's nice. why I'm a, a little bit late. Oh, that's all right. I have an it answer. Sounds, it sounds fun. Uh, what's the answer there, Brad? It is September 23rd and 24th. Two days. Yeah. Well, they've got it capped at 42 players. So, Holy guacamole. That's a lot. And where is that occurring? That's at Fabricator's Forge. Oh, it's at Fabricator's Forge. Yeah. Wow. Bryce okay. is running it. Do they have room for 21 tables? Yes. Barely, but yes. Yes. That is every gaming table they have. The the place is very nice, Brandon. You'll have to come with us sometime. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to the guy that we're doing today. That is Cosmic Ghost Rider, otherwise known as Frank Castle. His defensive stats are 4, 4, and 4, as previously mentioned. Uh, he has 9 health on his healthy side, 
and seven on his wounded side. He is six threat, size three, and he moves medium. And chances are he's on a very large base. Well, so he is on a that, large base. So that's a good movement for a large base model. Uh, his I'll I'll do his attack suite also. Uh, his first attack is called Hellfire Blasters. Is It is an energy attack, range 4, that throws 6 dice, and it is just a normal gainer. It only gains 1 power. Uh, and then his Spender is a mystic attack called Power Cosmic Penance Stare. Uh, it is range 2. It throws 12 dice, which might be the single largest attack in the game it just is. by the number of dice the most, listed. It is the most dice listed on a card in the game. Right. Uh, and it has a. it is a cost 6 power. And the target character does not gain power for damage dealt by this attack. And if you get every single symbol shown on a dice, that's the crit, wild, hit, shield, and skull, it does dust to dust, which change each of the target character's shield results to a skull so it basically nullifies the defenses for most characters not 100% of them uh brad why don't you go over the first two superpowers there the first one is interstellar hell cycle cost x it's active character can spend one to five power to use this superpower place this character within uh Range X of its current position, where X is the amount of power spent. Superpower can be used only once per turn. Chains of Sidorak. Cost 2, active. Choose a character within range 3 of this character and push it towards this character short. Then the chosen character gains the incinerate special condition. A character can only be affected by the superpower only once per turn. Uh, okay, Steven, why don't you go over the next two superpowers? All right, we have a reactive superpower called Cosmic Justice on Wheels. It will cost you three power. If an allied character is dazed or KO'd by an enemy effect, after the effect is resolved, this character may use the superpower. It makes a Hellfire Blasters attack against the enemy character that caused the effect. And then we have an innate superpower. I'm the Spirit of Vengeance, bearer of the Power Cosmic, and just a bit unstable. During the power phase, this character rolls five dice. For each crit, wild, and hit rolled, this character gains one power. Then, if this character has five or more power, this character gains a psychosis token and drops all objective tokens it is holding. At the start of the next power phase, remove all psychosis token from this character. And Brandon, why don't you finish out the card? Uh, ready to roll. At the start of the first power phase, this character gains a psychosis token. While it has a psychosis token, it counts uh, fail results in its attack, defense, and dodge rolls as successes. While this character has a psychosis token, it cannot hold, contest, or interact with objective tokens. Uh, it has He has flight. He's immune to bleed, hex, incinerate, and poison. There he is. That is a big card with a lot of stuff on it. A lot of very interesting stuff. A lot of stuff that I like, and a lot of stuff that I kind of am a little bit hesitant to like. Uh, what is... Alright, so who has a take that they want to talk about here? 
Why don't you start us off, Stephen? I, I don't I tend not to start with you. Uh, Stephen, why don't we start? Okay. Well, for obvious reasons, this character cannot do turn one scenario play jank. That is for sure. So he can't pick up a hammer that's right in front of him. <laughs> that's that might be an issue, you know. He can't pick up the hammer that's on the side. That might be an issue on the first round. Right. Um, he can't even go and contest an objective that a two threat character is is uh, just standing by. You know, he would have to instead of doing the point swing where he would go up, contest the objective, and then possibly, you know, daze them. He just has to sit there and try to daze them. So it's uh, you're just trying to prevent your uh, opponent from scoring, but you're not going to score in, in the meantime. So th that's my number one thing with him. It's just like, oh, gosh, that to start off, that's that's not very good play, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think that when if you're bringing this gentleman, you know that you you cannot count on him to be a an objective piece. You you have to bring him expecting him not to be useful for objectives. Otherwise, he's just never gonna do anything. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he. I think that there's a lot of good here. Uh, a lot of useful stuff but that is that's a real negative that's a big negative he can't even go through the portals <laughs> right right uh okay uh brad why don't you talk about him what we got going on here um i get the upside with him i get that he is a murder machine i think yeah. i think his downside is just too big i think that he's going to be like people are gonna get me excited about all his killing potential. They're gonna play him. And the only people who that continue playing him are people who like the character. I don't think he's going to be like a meta pick after the initial wave of excitement. I think that downside is just too big because basically every turn he does not score points. And I and while he's good at killing, I don't think he's going to kill the whole team so that it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, so I think that if if you use all of his power, there's a pretty good chance that he will still he won't have the psychosis token. Like if you use every power he has every turn, which he, is if they, not impossible, if nobody damages I mean, him. If nobody damages him and puts more power True. on him, True. it's still a 20% chance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Because you gain, you there, gain your creates... normal power, and then you do I'm the Spirit of Vengeance. Uh, okay, so it's he gains one and then up to five. Yes. Again, on top of the one. Yeah, so okay. you only have to roll four or five of them. If you have, right. if you got one damage put on you, it's a coin flip. If you got two damage put on you, it's like an 85 or 88% chance. I did the math the other day. Ugh. Okay. So, yeah. 
you're likely to have it put on you. Yeah, you're right. But then you count skulls. Well, you do. The opposite of that is that, you know how with big characters, we always like to try to ignore them so they don't power up and, you know, affect the board like they do. He's the complete opposite. You want to go into him. You want to power him up so he can't play the scenario. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Attacking him is all upside. You know, aside from giving him power that lets him do power cosmic penance stare, which is an incredible ability. uh, I want to talk about that spender because it's it's amazing. Uh, One, it's range two. It's incredible. It's range two, which uh, he can get in range two because of the interstellar hell cycle. He can that that is the best place in the game without question. Uh, because it, you can spend one if you just need to to bump. Like he he's got the uh, Midnight Suns affiliation just innate on his card. Or it could be five and place yourself across the board. I mean he he is the most mobile character. Uh, that's not true, but he is an incredibly mobile character. Uh, he is the most mobile character in the game. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll, uh, he is the most mobile character in the game. And he can get within range to do a 12-dice attack against you. That's more dice than I own. That's more dice than I own. That's an, that, that is, an amateur. And on, to- <laughs> on top of that, he will probably count skulls, as stated in, in Brad's mathematics runoff and he might roll well enough that you don't get to count your defenses and on top of that you don't get to get in power from that attack it's it's it uh, is this the best spender in the game is it i would say no okay i uh, that's fair that's a fair assessment but it's up there it's almost certainly up there it is six cost, but he will probably have the six cost for it. I think I it's an the, incredible spender. I think the original Ghost Rider has a better spender, and I think Voodoo has a better spender. They're uh, uh, as Ghost Rider, you lose power for each damage you take. Correct. And you don't gain power on top of that, so it's a double negative. And yeah. then Voodoo spender. For each damage you take from those wilds, you don't gain the power from it. So, yeah, I I definitely don't think that Voodoo Spender is as good as this one. I, I I mean, it is good. It's very good. I'm not saying anything negative about Voodoo, but this is twelve dice, and it, you, it you're just talking about dice pull then. Well, I mean, that has to be factored into how good the attack is. I mean, the. It's five well, more dice than, that, than Voodoo's. Brad, did you do the math on how hard that trigger it is to get? Uh, 12 dice? It's the same trigger as um, the Squirrel Girl card, so I can. Talk about something else. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that that is great. Uh 
I think that he he also has the ability to pull characters towards him using the chains of Sidorak. It is a less good pull than like Venom because it's uh, short and range three instead of medium and range four. But it gives Incinerate, which is very good. Uh, and it's two cost. That is an incredible superpower. That that superpower is it gives him like even if he's not obje- uh, affecting your ability to score points, he will affect the enemy's ability to score points by pulling right. them off. Yeah. This is the best superpower on this character card. Do you know why? Uh, he can do it to multiple characters. Who's he can do it a to character? He yeah. can do it to allied characters. Oh only... my god, you're right! Oh my god, I didn't so, even notice that. So he can pull Beta Ray Bill towards him. And Beta Ray Bill does not suffer an incinerate. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's 44. Uh, yeah, you're oh. correct. It's 44%, by the way. That's pretty. That that's pretty likely. Yeah, that's pretty likely. It's basically that's really good. coin flip. You won't get that against Modok. <laughs> Modok uh, one. Yeah. Yeah, Modok one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so counting skulls on twelve dice versus a normal three defense, your average damage expected damage is above seven. Yeah. Right. It's. I. I, I don't. So. What this guy brings is, I'm tired of playing the scenario. I'm just gonna kill my opponent. This, I, I, I think that there's a lot to play in that. That I'm not saying this is. All right, I've been talking too much, Brandon. Why don't you talk about him? Uh this character is the most mobile character in the game. He's the only character that can move up to range five. Um, and he can do it pretty reliably. Um, if he does get a token, or an object, so if he doesn't have the psychosis token, he can pick up an objective token. He can place with the objective token. There's nothing stating that he cannot interstellar hell cycle with um, the objective token, so he doesn't drop that token. Uh, the chains of Sidorak. Um, I, I'm going to be with Steve. It's the best. It's the best move. It's the best push in the game. Because you can save your own characters as well as pull other characters off the objectives. Um, his base attack that's free with six dice with the psychosis token, you have an average of four. You're looking at an average of four damage on it's like three point like five six damage that you're gonna deal per attack uh, against three defense uh, once it once you're counting skulls, um, which is really high. And the fact that on a large base, if you move him even just two, you're going to be able to attack twice on the first turn. Um, I understand the fear of him not like contesting objectives. Uh, this character can do enough outside. If he could contest objectives, he'd be the best character in the game. Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It wouldn't be close. I don't even think it'd be close. Um, he's got one less health than Malekith. Uh, he's got the same defensive uh pulls he except for he doesn't so he doesn't have to spend power to count skulls uh, he's got flight he's immune to blex bleed hex incinerate and poison also being able to incinerate people for two power is really really strong and being able to pull them um and then on, on top of all that he has got your back which yeah. is one of the best abilities in the game 
Yeah. He has and like his got your back is looking at four which is, is looking at four damage. Like it's not a four or five dice, you know, physical attack. You're looking at an energy attack, which is on average the lowest defense in the game. It's right it's like slightly above Mystic as the lowest defense in the game. Uh, it's well they're both well below physical on average. Um characters you could have incinerated, characters um so now you just have a guy your back where you can spend the like and the fact that he's just gonna have the ability to have a ton of power and like i get the idea of attacking him but giving him the ability to do all the things in one turn is just crazy uh like he can spend 10 he can spend 10 power a turn and not blink an eye like and not be phased by it like he can spend 10 power every single turn and not be remotely phased by it he he might have six at the next power phase i love like like i love that cosmic justice of wheels might as well not even be on there everyone's gonna spin down to zero i guess yeah everyone's gonna spin down to zero you don't have to worry about him attacking you right yeah uh the idea i i don't think you're ever activating him first you're always gonna activate him last uh, but also the worst thing about it is that he's the one that like having one model on a list. So the only affiliation we know he's in is guardians, right? Like confirmed. Uh, uh isn't he also confirmed as defenders? Yeah. Nobody he, plays that. We're talking about guardians. Uh, he has a black order card, <laughs> so he's going to be in black order. Oh my God. Yeah. And the oh black order was the interesting one. Uh, because the only other character that can uh, push um, their own characters is Thanos, which is uh, neither here nor there. Uh, the only two characters in the game are going to be in the same affiliation. Anyway. Um, so it's basically big... 14 points for both of them, too. So, so the, the cool thing about the Guardians affiliation, you can play 17 threat and have 11 points. So you can have four other models at 16 or at 17. Oh, to, to go God. get all of your stuff to go that's disgusting to count all your stuff now you also have a model that's just going to literally destroy everything on the table like the odds of him like and the thing is like it's always we're talking we, we're in a big boy meta right with hulks everywhere yeah this, this ghost rider absolutely obliterates a hulk yeah the power cosmic penance stare literally obliterates hulk this is a Hulkbuster. It's tw- it's the it's what Hulkbuster probably should have been. Like the twelve dice mystic attack. There's no size limit on the push. Um the twelve dice mystic attack, so twelve into two, and if you incinerate him down to one, um he's not gonna be alive very he's not gonna be alive very long. You're looking at almost tw- you're looking at almost a, like I think it's like nine damage on like the average at that point. Yeah. And like the idea that that is, and it's like in your head, in like in theory, you're like, oh well, that's like Christmas Wonderland. With this character, it's not like that's very possible on turn two after you've already dealt damage with the Hellfire Blasters on turn one. Like it's very likely that you can do that on turn two and possibly just kill Hulk. Like there's a chance that with Hellfire Blasters, um, I guess the three energy, if you can do the average, which is three and a half, so. We say seven damage. Now you only need 13. And that's just with this character. To do 20 damage, you can make three attacks on average and be like two damage short. 
and that's three attacks. That's not even counting another Hellfire's Blasters attack. And this I is it. <laughs> and the idea that this is like Christmas Wonderland is not. It's just not because how much power he's gonna get. If you roll, even if you keep the psycho, like in like in that scenario, you like. So now, once you eliminate one model from the field, now it's each character's down a model that can't contest, right? So now you're on the even playing field. And the difference is he's going to keep eliminating models if he keeps that psychosis token. Like, it's going to keep happening. Like, the... And I understand that that's, like, a drawback, but, like, thinking about the... Specifically, the, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, it's just... So, like, they get to bring that, and now they have Rocket, Groot, Star-Lord. That's only eight points, so you can play another three in Drax. So now you're at, again, at eight, 17 points, and you have five models. Fun fact, four of those models also can kill things very well. Well, no, you're not going to play Drax. You're going to play Bucky. You could. Or Double got you back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then you're just, like I said, you're in a scenario where you're, and it's, like, I, I get the idea. Like, that drawback, if it's not on this card, the characters, it's gonna, it would get nerfed in a week. It would get nerfed before it came out. It would be nerfed before July. Right. If they released this card in May, and it didn't have that drawback, it'd be, this is what, this is what Malekith should have been. This is more or less a fixed version of Malekith, in a nutshell, at six threat. And he's probably better than Malekith is now. Yeah, I think he's better than Malekith. Brad, uh, not to uh, not to uh, interrupt, but I think I have a better um, another contender for better uh, spender attack. Oh, what is it? You mentioned him, Hulkbuster. He's got that meteor punch. It's eight dice, which is less, but it only costs three power. Uh-huh. So statistically, it's better. Um, the character does not gain power for the damage dealt. If this character deals damage, the target is size four or less. You may throw it medium away, and then it also has a wild explosive for characters within two taking one damage. So, yeah, I mean uh, that's not bad. I, I don't see that as. I mean, so, it's very good. I'll, I mean, I'll even say it's very good uh, spender. This one, I'm it's I like agree. I'm actually with Fred here. I, this I think this is the best spender of the game. I am. Not with Steven here. I don't know if it's very close. Um, the fact that Dust to Dust is almost a coin flip at 50%. Changing all the shields to skull or failures is just going to kill whatever model you're attacking. Like like I said, when you're already at... A, you're already looking at seven successes. And then if you turn off all the shields, or like seven damage like through the blocks per the calculator... Now, if you turn off the shields that they get, I mean, like, that number just jumps, right? Like, you're probably a lot higher than that. You're probably closer to that 9, 10, 11 mark. Mm-hmm. I think it's the second best attack in the game. I think the best attack in the game is Helios Laser. <laughs> yeah, there's well, some value to having just a, sh- a, a crap ton of dice. Yeah. I mean, Helios Laser is just... I mean, it's built to just destroy things. And, fun fact, this character plays really well with Iron Man to power up Helios Laser. Yep. Well, I, I, I would contend that 
you know, to put a damper on him, you you have to run Scarlet Witch, um, which she doesn't mind her skulls going uh, belly up because they count as successes for her. And then um, she gives out judgment, which can probably slow him down quite a bit. I mean, it, it slows down his uh, his power generation, but he still could generate as I. I don't know what the what the math is of how likely that that power generation is, but I've played Green Goblin enough to know that you usually end up with more than just you'll end up with three or four every power phase. Well, I, I'm just pretty think, nice. I, I think this is probably the one of the. I don't think this character cares about judgment at all. Like judgment just stops power gain from attacks. Like he's gonna have enough power on his own. Then from... stun him. Stun him on top of it. Yeah. Is he not? He's not immune to stun, is he? No. Well, yeah. Okay. And that's even better because then he's stunned. Then he's gonna get rid of the psychosis token, which solves the other problem you have. Right. That's the big problem. Anyone's. That's the negative I've heard is that he can't contest. You stun him. Now he's contesting everything. Now he's grabbing objectives and moving five or moving away. It it changes how he plays. It just, it like switches him back to being a more normal model. So and that's the that's the thing. That's kind of what I was getting at. So it's like if you figure out how to deal with the power generation, now he's a six threat model that can still kill you with his attack. Still has good attacks. Has all the movement shenanigans. Has the pushes. Has the got your back. And now he can contest objective tokens. Yeah. Okay, uh, is there any other point that anyone would like to make about this guy before we go into our letter grades? Okay. I think this character makes Guardians of the Galaxy the best faction in the game. They and were already ruled. They already were great. They, and... were already, I, they were already top five, and I, I think this solidifies them as the number one affiliation in the game. It's As far it as like a tournament... Luck. As far as like the tournament scene's can gonna be concerned, so we should all stop running our other stuff and just go to Guardians of the Galaxy. Got it? <laughs> I don't own any of the Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm not gonna. Neither do I. I mean, it's not. I mean, there's always like a best faction. Like, I mean, it was Shield for a while. It was Brotherhood for a while when they came out. Like, it's. I mean, that stuff will turn, but I think this definitely solidifies them as like the the boogeyman like you have to be prepared to play against them if you're going to play in tournaments here here's an here's the thing also about him is that i don't think that he's going to be quite as uh uh you you could he will go down like he's got pretty good defenses but he's got only a grand total of 16 hit points 16 stamina yeah, if you focus stuff. your attacks on him he will go down uh he's got the cytokas token he's Counting, counting shields, skulls, yeah, skulls, That's... brits and wilds. He's gonna be really hard to kill. I, I mean, you're you're right. He will be hard to kill, but he won't be as hard to kill as, say, Immortal Hulk. In all likelihood, like let's say if you were up against Immortal Hulk or you were up against him, y he would likely go down first. Not in a fight between the two. I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah, I know, what you, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that. In a way, he will probably require less tech to remove. Like you don't, the tech so to he's remove him. Slightly is more less tech. durable. He's slightly less durable than a character that has the word "immortal" in his name. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. You're right. 
<laughs> I like it. All right, like let's it. go on to our, our letter grades here. Uh, uh, so I, I'll I'll go first. Um, I was coming in here ready to give him an A, uh, just because I think he's great, and uh, I think that he's like I even with the deba uh, the the negative on his card, he's still a great like killer. Uh, this conversation has has lifted me up from a. I I'm I'm real close to giving him an S. Someone talk me down. Someone talk me down from an S. How many six threats have an S tier rating? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll give him an A plus. I'm gonna give him an A plus. That's what I'm gonna do. One natural six in the one six threat that you add stones to right yeah uh okay what are you gonna give him there brandon uh yeah i'm i've drank the kool-aid i think he's an s tier model okay there you go uh what are your thoughts brad b b okay and uh what about you steven I'm actually at a B also, not knowing his tactics cards. Um, and just what I see here, he just can't go everywhere. You know what I mean? So the teams he's associated with will make good. Um, but I, I, I can't see anything beyond that right at the moment. Because honestly, you know, the upper tiers and threat, that's getting crowded now by quite a quite a few models i mean that's true true uh, i'm okay. glad to have an, another six we haven't had a six in a long time the last six we had that came out was hulkbuster wow really yeah there's only six sixes and hulk was the first released and then what thanos magneto she hulk and then hulkbuster yeah, you're right. Okay. And then we've got uh, the, two, the two sevens. So we're pretty... This is a, a pretty split guy. We have two people who are uh, an A plus and an S, and then two Bs on him. I we'll, think we'll that... We'll see who's right. Just... <laughs> yeah, you're right. We'll see who's correct. The fun thing is, like, I want this model, I want to play him, but he does not play the way I like to play this game. Exactly. I want to... He yeah. does play the way but, I want to play. But this to be fair, I, the way I play this game is very weird and very obscure to how you should play this game. Like, he fits in. If you're playing if you're playing attrition, he fits in. If you want to kill stuff, he's, he fits in. Honestly, I can, I'd play him with Emma. I could play him as a sixth threat with Emma. I love uh, Never mind, I figured it out. I already solved my own problem. I'll just play with <laughs> Emma. Save that for, for when it's your segment. That's the right, Emma's such a cop out. <laughs> okay, hey Brad, do you have any comic books that you want to recommend him with? Uh, I suppose so. Uh, I have to find it because I also did research for our backup. Oh, speaking of which, uh, the next time we don't have a new model, we are doing Deadpool, and that is our last request that we have gotten. Um, so if there's a model you want us to talk about, put a, put a comment on the YouTube 
because I don't think you can comment on the audio version. Go to YouTube, leave us a comment. We will do your requests. Uh, we we do do those. Yeah, that's the whole reason we did Gambit, for example. The only reason we're doing Deadpool. Someone requested it. And request a good model, please. Request whatever model you love, even a if they're non, a not even if they're non mutant decent model, please. Even if they're bad, like Cosmic Ghost Rider, go ahead and request them. Bad like Cosmic <laughs> Ghost Rider. Cosmic Ghost Rider. Here's some comics if you like this character. Um, How many of them involves Baby Thanos? One. All right, I'm in. The first one I would like to uh, suggest is Cosmic Ghost Rider 1 through 5 by Donny Cates and Dylan Burnett. Uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider has a simple plan to make the universe better. It's so simple that he can't believe no one's tried it yet. To save the universe, he's going to go back in time and kill baby Thanos. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Isn't that a great premise? Uh, it yes. does. It does. It's easier said than done. <laughs> easier said than done. Uh, you mean someone with some <laughs> kind of moral compass can't kill a baby? Um. Yeah, Frank Castle, just pillar of the community, uh, upstanding guy. Everyone should strive to strive to be more like Frank Castle. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I've heard that. I've, I try to mimic everything in the TV show that's based around Frank Castle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 through 6 by Donny Cates and Jeff Shaw. Uh, this, of course, is the Guardians of the Galaxy that has Cosmic Ghost Rider in it. The Galaxy is on fire. And they need the Guardians more than ever. But there aren't very many left at this point uh, due to other recent events. So Cosmic Ghost Rider and a bunch of other people who have never been Guardians before join the team. And they take on the Dark Guardians and the Black Order. So there you go. If those sound interesting to you. You can read them. There are Marvel. Dark Guardians? Yeah, I'm, I didn't look up who the Dark Guardians were. So, don't ask That's... me. Okay, okay. I don't know who okay. they are. But they fight them. Uh, I have the list pulled up here, if you want to know. Sure. Um, fun fact, um, a form of Ghost Rider is the Rider, which is a variant of the Cosmic Ghost Rider, is a part of uh, the Dark Guardians. The other main members are Gladiator, Nebula, Star Fox, and Wraith. Interesting. I love Wraith. Love Ray. Oh, yeah, that's, that's actually a really cool. Not that Star Fox friend. Damn, it's actually a really cool. No, doesn't even remotely resemble that Star Fox either. Uh, <laughs> you're talking friend. about you're 
You're talking about Eros, Thanos' brother, right? Yes, yes. Thanos' brother who has the power of making people like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Played by yeah. Harry. I'd rather do a barrel roll. Played by Harry Styles in the movies. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. He's did you watch Eternals? Theater. Yeah, I did. Did you watch the That's Eros? Did you yeah. watch the after credit scene? I mean, I don't think I did. I've, I'm so tired of after credit scenes. Well, he shows up in that. I love Eternals. I want them to put, just put it all in the freaking movie. Don't make me sit through any any effing. To be fair, I, 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 I like think the mid credit scene. I, think I don't it, like the end of credit I think it was a mid credit scene. I think it was a mid credit yeah, scene. I do think I, the post credit scene is when the guy from Game of Thrones is picking up the sword from the box. Oh yeah, here. that's right. Uh, Blade's character ask him if he's ready for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I I I am a little bit uh, Marvel movied out. If I'm to be honest, I'm a little Marvel movie. You should out. go see Guardians. I have seen Guardians, oh. and and that one, stay. I stand by my statement. What? That one was so good. I stand by my statement. I haven't seen Guardians three, so let's not talk about it. Okay. Uh, fun right, fact: well, the Dark Guardians' main enemies are Hela and the Black Order. Interesting. That's a really cool. Like that's the really awesome group of people if you know anything about those characters so it's certainly an interesting team up yeah 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 that's more of what i meant i'm actually very interested i forgot all about wraith and i hope we get wraith very soon in this game i want this entire i want i just give me a three character box with uh with gladiator star fox and wraith and just give one of them a dark guardians leadership man Okay, well, uh, Brandon, do you have a roster recommendation you want to give us for Cosmic Ghost Rider? I do, um, and I'm going to try to do it without laughing. <laughs> I have a good point. Like, I don't think it's the best place to play them, but I think he, he fits in very well in this affiliation. So I think you should play him in cabal um specifically sin cabal oh okay. what yeah, yeah what <laughs> let me yeah let me let me <laughs> let me yeah yeah let me let me get it let me get through it right so we talked about the fact of like cabal has a lot uh besides sin like there's a lot of other good low threat models um so you can play wide and play Ghost Rider and play a lot of like the three threats that are included in Cabal. We have Bar- that are good: Baron Mordo, Baron Strucker. We have Baron Zemo. You have Bob and Bullseye. You have Hood. You have um, obviously um, Sin. Baron Mordo. Yeah, Mystique. I said Mordo, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Mordo, Strucker, Zemo. Uh, then you have Mystique. Um, and scourge so you got a lot of really good low threat models so you can still play wide enough to play the secure 
And for those of you who are not familiar with Sin's leadership, because you should, probably shouldn't be, uh, it is called Red Mayhem. And during the cleanup phase, after scoring victory points, you roll a die for each objective token contested by an allied character. If the result is a crit hit wild, push the enemy character contesting the objective token away from the objective token short. And then you roll a die for each enemy character holding an asset token within two of an allied character. If the result is a hit crit wild, the enemy character drops one asset token of your choice. So he is not he's not able to pick up asset tokens obviously so your opponent's probably going to have more than you and now this ability this leadership forces possibly forces them to start dropping those tokens and you can still play wide enough with the leadership with having a three threat model as your leader to then try to pick them up while cosmic ghost rider then continues to try to just you know do his thing and murder things also you, you can made... play a you can also play him with Malekith on um, 15 with Bullseye and stay affiliated, but that's just here nor there. <laughs> uh, you just made the best point I've ever heard for playing Sin Cabal. Yeah, I think it's probably the only way you should play Sin Cabal. I'm sure there's another way, but like this has got to be like top two. Every, I, I can every... I can feel Steven just like racking his brain that I just recommended Sin Cabal. Like I can feel it in him. Like from three and a half, four hours away, I can just hear him. Oh just, man, just... I'm just like ah. <laughs> I can I can feel it in his <laughs> I can just feel him through the microphone just like What? What? I run uh, Red Red Skull before I run Sin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's very. I don't think Sin's the. I think Sin's the worst leadership in Cabal. But to take full advantage of Ghost Rider, you can work on the secures with your opponents and then force the um, asset tokens to be dropped um, with the leadership ability. Is kind of the idea behind it, uh, as well as. And if you want to like a quick list and you just want to, you can literally just stay in Cabal and play Mordo, Strucker, Zemo, Bob, Bullseye. You have to play Sin, unfortunately. And then Cosmic Ghost Rider, Mystique, Scourge, and then Malekith. Um, and then you have a really good 10-model list. I mean, you're right. Uh, I, I don't hate that. And that's the first time that I've ever said that about Sin. And you, you own Sin. I do. Well, I've played Sin. You don't you... hate it because Malekith's in there. Awesome. Right, right. Fun fact, you can then play the the tactics card that Sin has that's really good, right? Uh Licit Tech. That's uh -huh. the card, right? That card's great. It's a great so like, Yeah. I mean, this is and like now you get yeah, now you're playing all these oh, I don't even want to say good things. Um, but you're playing things. But Illicit Tech is really <laughs> good. I played yeah. Illicit Tech once when I had Sin running in. Criminal Syndicate yeah. with Kingpin, because you can use illicit tech and then follow it up with cruelty. Yeah, uh, yeah. She has another card which I tried to use a lot when I was learning how to play the game called Two Ash and Cinder, where it basically puts a bomb out on the battlefield. And I'll tell you what, I've definitely blown myself up more than my opponent. You definitely blew yourself up with that card against me, and that like solidified that I would never play her. Yeah, <laughs> this is, that's also a sin or crossbones card. That's interesting. Uh, I but you get to play Mystique, who can auto damage characters. Um, the idea is you can play Mystique, who can auto damage characters. Um, I would probably play. I, I'm really upset you can't play Punisher with them because I love the idea of playing. 
both variations of Punisher. Yeah. Um, and that bothers me on like a molecular level, but I understand and I just hate it. You um, know what is an interesting circumstance is you could play both versions of Ghost Rider on the table at the same yes. time. So we talked about that last night, and I will most likely definitely do that at some point. <laughs> um, well, and the thing is, like, and again, fun, I got 20 threat. Like, if you get a 20 threat and you're playing Guardians, you can play both of them and still be affiliated in at least, at a minimum, five wide. Oof. Wow. Yeah. It, it's really would, good. You would be five wide. You'd be five wide, you'd be affiliated, which is uh, with both Ghost Riders. One of the Ghost Riders gets taken out. Uh, you uh, or, or original Ghost Rider gets taken out. You do the attack with this Ghost Rider, and then you deal with the devil into someone useless like Nebula. Yeah. Then you get a got your back, which is... A lot would happen if yeah. you uh, did that, so... Uh, but he plays really well. He plays really well under a lot of leaderships. I, I don't think I would ever find a better reason to recommend Sin's leadership. Um, so I took this opportunity and I ran with it. Well, good on you. Good on you, sir. And I love that it, it blew uh, Steven's mind. So that works. <laughs> I think that was that was definitely a, double, uh, uh, a win-win there. Well, I mean, the only other one you could have said was Winter Guard, and I would have been like, what? So, I don't think he does anything under Winter Guard's leadership. That just like removes stuff, right? Yeah. Well, it, it makes you harder to push too. I don't think he's gonna care. I mean, having a range four attacks not gonna really care about push plus a pull plus movement shenanigans. He's gonna get and make sure someone's wherever he wants them to be. Um, like he can move himself, and the fun thing is you can move yourself to different angles to make sure you're pushing the character the way you want them to be, which is kind of funny. Um, I I do think he, he does fit really... In Cabal in general, like him and Malekith, like at, that list at 15 is absolutely insanely scary, and I don't want anything to do with that. Like, I, don't <laughs> want any, I don't want anything to do with being on the other side of the table, especially on like a game... Because like, that happens on Gamma, right? Like I don't want anything to do... I don't want to be in that game at all. I don't want to play it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to watch it be played. Like I don't want anything to do with it. I want like, to do it. Sounds, it sounds. I, I, I would if Fred did it. I would. I would be fine with being on the other. I'm just, I'm just kidding. That was. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just. I think there's a lot of things. My other recommendation was actually going to be Sam, Sam Spam Avengers because it's just it's just low threat leaderships. I think any of them he fits really good in. Um, Something I said too, we talked about a little bit. I, I think it was when Fred went to the, or when Brad went to the bathroom yesterday. But if defenders do get a Jessica Jones style leader that is like three threat, that, um, regardless of what the leadership ability does, that is going to be a very, very scary affiliation. Yeah. They have, if they get they have, someone who they don't have to take a five threat model to be affiliated, don't, don't have to take a five threat model. Yeah. And not even that he's bad, it's just they have a lot of really good models in that list. And they are like they have really good high threat models. They have Hulk, they have the Immortal Hulk. Um and 
if they have Cosmic Ghost Rider. Like, they have three really good 6-plus models that you want to play probably more than you want to play Doctor Strange. Not everybody. Doctor Strange is good. Um, but this is a list that can really attack people with Hawkeye, Valkyrie, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Um, you have Scarlet Witch. You have Wong to heal people up. So there's a Blade. Um, there's a lot of really good... Moon Knight? Um, uh, Moon Knight, yeah. Moon Knight. And then Magic. I don't want to discredit Magic. Like, you have a lot of really good three-threat models um, that if you have a leader that fits in that three-threat and then you can play kind of that list that I mentioned is he's your six and now you're just playing a lot of threes and a two or however you want to play it. Or you can still play wide, play the skiers and just have one model that's kind of turned off on that but can just murder everything. Because uh, I think people forget how killy Valkyrie is. Like, how killy... Like, I mean, everyone knows how killy Iron Fist is. Uh, like, Luke Cage and Magic aren't any slouches. Moon Knight can do a lot of damage. Like, they have a lot going for them. If they can get a new leadership... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll preach that till I I can't breathe anymore. Well, okay. I think that I think that's just because of the spread of characters that we now have. That, you know, things that were hyper-focused and hyper-competitive six months ago you know new characters come out and all of a sudden they're the latest news you know what i mean so it also feels really bad that they have 21 models in their affiliation but only have one leadership mm -hmm. and we're wow. probably gonna have like we're about to have um like the new black panther and killmonger come out which will probably have a leadership on one of them with mbaku so they'll have eight models with two leaderships which is i think uh hurts that, us all a little bit i think the new uh killmonger is going to be threat five i can see it because i have i have a take that i think uh ultron is going to be a six threat and i think dr doom is going to be a seven threat and i think they're just scaling we're gonna have um four five six seven threat models with the grunts that's my my interesting little well, um, the reason I say that about Killmonger is because in the um, in the Vibranium Heist, they have a Killmonger card in there, and he's threat five. And it's got that same mask that he has in the Rivals pack. So I'm thinking... That Killmonger's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's real good. So that's a, that's a fun That's a fun thing, too. Yeah. For those of you who have not played it, that is, if you can uh, get that pack, it's a very fun one to play. Speaking of the rivals panels, the rival packs, um, do you know what's happened since Wolverine and Sabretooth Apex Predator rivals pack has come out? What? I don't. I, what is happening? I complain about it at least once every two weeks that I, I don't want to buy a $100 pack for two models. No, 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 no. Something's happened well, that, that does from happen. that release onward to the releases that we've had now. Can you take a guess of what it is? We have not got anyone under four threat. That is correct. Uh, wow, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's I. We have only gotten four threat models for a very long time. Like we haven't got a three we haven't had a two in a while we haven't got a three in a long time we haven't got a this was the like i said this is the first six and hulkbuster was over a year ago right like it was almost two years ago right it was a while ago 
Yeah, so, like, we haven't had a six in almost two years. Like, we've gotten sevens and fours. Huh. Like, the last three we got was Arnim Zola and Baron Strucker, I think. No, no, it was Pyro and Blob, wasn't it? Did they come out? The I think they came out day? December right before right before the pack, the um, Sabretooth. So were they, like, with... this, were they a month apart oh, in November and then... Uh... They might have even come out at the same time. I think they came out mm-hmm. the same day, actually. Yeah. Because I remember not... Like, Pyro and Blob came out with something else that I actively did not buy, and I thought it was the Hydra stuff. But, yeah, interestingly enough, we haven't had threes or twos show up. Um, we've had one five, which is Ulick. Yeah. But you're right. Rest are fours and sevens. And, and I don't know. Six. I don't know if we're getting a three anytime soon because I don't think Claw might be a three, but I don't think Mbaku could be a three. But I don't think Black Panther or Killmonger are threes. Mbaku probably shouldn't be a three. Um, Ultron's definitely not a three. No, he's not. Yeah, he's six plus for sure. Shadow King and X. It'll be the stupid X-Men. Not stupid X-Men. I'm sorry. I actually really like this X-Men. Really. Kitty Pride, Nightcrawler, there'll be threes and maybe maybe a two. Oh, I don't know about that. I know Brad. I Brad know what we're not going to get is a long mover. Yeah, you're not getting a long mover. Nightcrawler could be a long mover. I think he'll have a place instead. He'll move yeah. medium in place. He'll move. What if he moves small and had a free place? That'd be once per turn place within two. Because that's like Uh, two longer than a law. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's free. Two for free. Don't get his ire up. I think he's more likely to have the same power as Cosmic Ghost Rider. One to five. Yeah. Small base. One to five. Cosmic Ghost Rider still move better. Could he keep an objective token through it? He can move. So he could have an. He'll have a tactics card that can take someone with him, right? Like for sure. Probably. I'll be. I'll be really sad if not. Yeah, the next three we get are gonna be the X Men, right? Kitty Pride and Nightcrawler, and maybe Bobby. No, Iceman's gonna be a four or better. I would think so, but I feel like they could do a three if they really wanted to. So, All right, everybody. Yeah. I'm I'm tired. Uh, I'm I'm calling it. We're 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 well off on a tangent. Uh, it's what I do. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just mentioning the drought of no threes or twos. It's true. It's a drought. It's a we thirsty. Give it me Jessica Jones. I wanted I want a three point defenders leader. Please and thank you. All right, so the last thing is my recommendation: play Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's all. Okay. I forgot about uh, that. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, Fred. You might be interested in this. I got one last thing. Okay. Did you see the Did you see the new trailer for the Mortal Kombat that comes out in September? No, I haven't. All right, go watch it. That's it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll see everybody later. <laughs>